In St. Paul's letter to the Romans, in chapter 6, he writes that in baptism, we died with Christ, we were buried with Christ, we rise to newness of life in Christ. In what exactly does this newness of life consist? What does it look like? With newness of life in Christ, rather than having ourselves or nature, natural religions or the cosmos as a starting point or motivation for living a morally good and righteous life, we have Jesus Christ as the starting point and motivation. He alone is the guide and the example for the moral life. He is our benchmark for thinking, acting, and speaking. For we no longer live for ourselves, but for him who has called us. We love the Lord God with our whole heart, soul, strength, will, desire, and our neighbor as ourselves. We now begin to live differently than the world would have us do, or that the prince of this world would have us do. For we are called to honor everyone, to never do to another what we do not want done to ourselves. We are called not to act out of anger or passion or to nurse a grudge. We are called to forgive one another from the heart, just like God has forgiven us. We are called not to repay one bad turn for another. Rather, we are called to love our enemies, to guard our lips from harmful and deceptive and deceitful speech. The Holy Scripture admonishes us, never let evil talk pass your lips. Get rid of all bitterness, all passion and anger, harsh words, slander, and malice of every kind. In place of these, we are instructed, be kind to one another, compassionate, and mutually forgiving. Say only the good things, the things that men need to hear. That will really help them. Jesus speaks clearly this morning. What comes forth from the tongue and the mouth has its roots in the heart, he says, and is a pretty good, clear, and an accurate reflection of what resides in the deep recesses and the crevices of our heart. Our heart is characterized by either the light and love of God grace and newness of life in Christ Jesus, or by darkness, sin, an old way of life, and the ways of the world. What I've been mentioning is a type of synthesis, a synthesis composed from the commands of Christ to love, from the Decalogue, from the golden rule, from the wisdom of St. Benedict, and from the life of discipleship in following Christ in the way of the cross.
This has been taught and followed and striven after for more than two millennia, from the apostolic and the sub-apostolic times through the monastic tradition and teachings of St. Pacomius, St. Anthony, St. Athanasius, St. Basil, St. John Cassian, St. Benedict, even to our own very day. The Christian tradition speaks of the power of God, the very presence of God, as residing in the heart and the soul from the very first moment of creation and of our conception. Therefore, it is possible to always be mindful of God's presence as the heart is filled to abundance with God and his love for us, with the things of God. Our heart is formed in the presence of God, with mindfulness of God. So when we speak, it is this love and presence of God which should come forth from our mouth. This is the way we are made. We are wired this way, as they say. We are free then to accept this and so live accordingly. We are free to set aside this mindfulness of God and speak and act differently. St. Luke tells us that like a good tree bearing good fruit, a heart filled with the selfless love of God will be good, God-like fruit. The opposite is likewise the case. A heart producing good fruit, God-like fruit, is nourished, formed, and shaped by the following of Christ and the walking in his paths, living a life guided by the Lord's commands, his ordinances and laws, decrees and precepts, making the following of Jesus Christ and his love for us a deeper reality in our lives, and so an integral dimension of our heart and its fruit brought through faith through the mouth. Listening to Jesus and watching Jesus in the Sermon on the Mount, at the washing of the disciples' feet, at table at the Last Supper, at his crucifixion and death on the cross, these provide a standard for the heart rooted and resting in Christ Jesus. That which exits the heart through the mouth should be first and foremost the praise of God in worship, in adoration, in thanksgiving, in supplication, as well as right and proper speech, speech directed to and about others, words that will build up the body of Christ, words of forgiveness, of reconciliation, of encouragement and support, peace and love, words that God himself speaks to us. The Lord's words are true and they are faithful. A good tree does not produce rotten fruit, we are told, any more than does a rotten tree produce good fruit. Every tree is indeed known by its fruit. From the fullness of the heart, the mouth speaks.
But what fruit do we want to be known by? Let us pray, God, that we bring forth the fruit of a holy, humble, compassionate, God-like heart at all times in what we say, think, and do. May the Holy Eucharist make this possible for us.